Love and marriage, love and marriage go together like a horse and... Nah, let's just elope. This is Signs of the Times Radio with Kent Kingston. Well, it's April uh, April's really special for me because it's my wedding anniversary and on the front cover of Science Magazine this month we have a lovely wedding photo, not, not of mine, but of a, a friend of uh, some friends of ours and in the studio today I have with me the author of our cover article saying I do and that is Melody Tan. How are you, Melody? Good, thank you. So, Melody, you're uh, my fellow editor in our sis- for our sister magazine, Mums at the Table. Mm-hmm. This is your opportunity to give a bit of a, a free plug about Mums at the Table. T- tell us about that. Well, Mums at the Table is a magazine for, surprise, surprise, mums. Uh, never would have guessed that. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have. <laughs> it's pretty much a parenting magazine, lifestyle magazine, and anything that you want to know from a mum's perspective. Okay. And the magazine is also a, a friend of the TV show of the same name and the, and yes, the, the website, it is. the social media presence. Yes. So we have a TV show, a weekly TV show on Channel 72 in Australia, the Australian Christian Channel as well, and Hope Channel New Zealand. And we have a website and social media page, so all named other, under Mums at the Table. Okay. So there you go. So if you Google Mums at the Table, you'll probably find... We hope. You hope so. <laughs> so what, well, just, just, but you just go to mumsatthetable.com and you will get introduced to the entire community that is Mums at the Table. There you go. Mumsatthetable.com. Check that out. And uh, yeah, find out about more about what Melody's doing uh, with that exciting project. So, Melody, you wrote an article for us in Science Magazine, the cover article, as I said. Well done. Oh, thank well you. Done. Thank you. You wrote about eloping. Yep. Did you elope? Are you an eloper? I I did not elope, but it seriously crossed my mind when okay. we were planning our wedding. And and was April also your wedding anniversary month? I mean, a, a lot of people get married in autumn. Was was it your month? No, we did uh, October was ours. Oh, your more spring wedding. Yeah, oh. because you know I have hay fever, and it's just a wonderful time to be getting walking down the aisle, <laughs> wiping away your nose, and oh, she's so emotional. Yeah, and because no, it's hay fever. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so um, you mentioned in the article it was a pretty busy time getting ready for your wedding. It was largely because my husband didn't believe in a long engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just like, well, let's just get married next month. And I'm like, are you crazy? We can't get married next month. I managed to talk him down to actually getting married in the same year. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so we had nine to ten months to plan for the wedding. Yep. And it's not too bad. It's not too bad if you are willing to spend the big dollars, which we weren't. Because uh-huh. we decided, well, we were paying for the wedding ourselves. And so we ended up wanting to do everything ourselves because, you know, we were the frugal cheapskate types. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to take, we, it's a DIY decorations, DIY venue, DIY catering. Everything had to be planned ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it requires a lot of craft and planning and organization, which, you know, requires time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of sitting around on the lounge room floor till two in the morning, like cutting things up or copying things or yeah. t- tying ribbons on things. That or- sounds pretty much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and you say in the article that was... Uh, 
possibly one of the biggest strains you'd had on your relationship up to that point? I think it was, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really, because I think it was a stress that you knew that the wedding was coming up and you had to get all these things done. And Mm -hmm. there's this whole like, oh, maybe that person isn't doing enough. Come on, hurry up. We need to do this. Stop sitting around watching TV. You Mm -hmm. need to cut some paper, cut some, tie some ribbons or something (laughs) like that. And yeah, so it was, it was a little bit frustrating as I think most people, when they plan a wedding, most couples, when they plan a wedding, are frustrated with each other anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know whether we had an added element of stress or not, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was really like, why are we doing this? We can just choose a venue, the two of us, leave, and we don't even need to do any decorations. Yes. Uh, so elopement was a, a temptation, was it? It was a very, very strong temptation. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. So even though you didn't choose to elope, you you understand, you have some sympathy for the, you know, for that impulse. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. All right. So what, what is the definition of, is, is it elopement or eloping? I, I don't know. You're, you're an editor. Uh, so are you. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think either or. <laughs> Well, I don't know what the dictionary definition is per se. I did not look that up. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about colloquial, colloquially. Mm-hmm. I think it's the the perception of eloping has changed throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Previously, I mean, you would think that eloping is... It's is basically a couple running away, trying to avoid scandal. Right. So this is if if Romeo and Juliet had decided against the whole pretend suicide de- debacle, <laughs> and 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 they had Where actually chosen the easier option. That's right. They actually could have run away from Verona to to Naples and got married there and lived happily ever after without their parents' permission or anything. Just found a priest and. Yeah. Done it in a little chapel and boom, yeah. that was elopement in the old days. Yeah. Or, or perhaps the shotgun wedding, she's pregnant. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's pretty much the, the two main reasons why people would choose to elope back mm-hmm. then. Parents don't approve or pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't seem to be the case these days. Is, is that what you're this, suggesting? Yeah. These days, it would seem like, I was just talking to, talking to the people that I actually interviewed in the magazine, in mm. an article. It seems like elopement, eloping, is something that people choose to do simply because they don't want to throw a ginormous party. Uh huh. And why wouldn't you want to do that? That sounds like fun. If you're the extroverted, party planning, I'm not sure what other verbs to use there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've made it pretty clear. Yeah. But I, and some people aren't like that. Some people are quieter, more introverted. I, th- yeah. I think there was a there was a couple in in your article who said. Look, you know, when it comes to your birthday party, you know, do you want to invite 300 people to your birthday yeah. party? And um, and that's and, the thing. Yeah, I have friends. Yeah, exactly. I have friends who would love to throw a big party. Any any excuse for a party, they're turning mm-hmm. 21, that's a good excuse. But they might be turning 26 and that's still a good excuse. <laughs> so anything anything to throw, throw a party, they would want to throw a party. And, and so weddings are great for that because, you know, they thrive and they live on that kind of stuff. And mm. there's nothing wrong with that. But there are some people who actually prefer something a bit quieter, mm-hmm. who probably don't want to go through the whole hassle of trying to think of all the different things. Now, I want to say that there's some people who probably don't want to spend the big bucks either. Yeah. But... What's, what's the average spend on a wedding these f- days? $50,000. Five zero. Yes. 
My goodness. That's that's that could actually be an annual salary for someone. Oh, man, that that's nuts. I mean, I got married in 1996 and I remember we spent $6,000 and I was just like horrified for years afterwards thinking we could have used that money for so many other things. And yeah, we had exactly. to split like her parents uh, gave us two, my parents gave us two, we paid two. So it wasn't too much of a burden, but still $6,000. But 50? I don't know what people spend it on. Well, yeah. But yeah, but the crazy, well, the the interesting thing about talking to one of the people I interviewed who actually does specializing Mm. eloping. This is the elopement collective. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole, there's a whole industry. industry. There's an industry. Exactly. But he says that actually most of these couples don't actually do it for the cost. I mean, it's a good benefit Mm. because, you know, you can then save it to, for your deposit for a house or for your honeymoon or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a good benefit, but that's actually not the main driving factor for why they choose to elope. Well, what is the main driving factor? It's the hassle. Really? They just want simplicity? Yeah. So this is the whole um, Marie Kondo, you know, <laughs> let's just keep things simple, you know, minimalism. Yes, a big wedding doesn't spark joy. A small one does. <laughs> a wedding doesn't spark joy. <laughs> I love it. Does it spark joy? Yeah. Okay, so it's simplicity. It's, wow, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? As opposed to extravagance and over the top and the dream wedding and the, mm. wow, okay. That's interesting. Is is it a trend, do you think? I mean, you know, given, you know, simplicity, minimalism, Marie Kondo, is it, is it, is it a trend? I believe it's a trend simply because there's a whole industry revolving around it. I mean, mm-hmm. why would you start up businesses if no one is actually doing yeah. it? So there's a demand. I, th- I think the Elopement Collective, you said they had another business name and when they changed the name to the Elopement Collective, yeah. they had this surge of, yeah. of interest and, and well, bookings. It actually started off, they, they started off doing just weddings and mm-hmm. generally, but then they, they discovered that, hey, we could specialize in eloping mm-hmm. and they did and they flourished. So, wow. so what does actually, I mean, if, if eloping isn't running away to Naples and getting married by a priest in a chapel, you know, like, Romeo and Juliet should have done what does it actually look like in the 21st century a lot of it involves overseas destination mm-hmm. so it's I've, a good way to cut down the number of people who come to yeah, your wedding exactly, isn't it exactly. even if it's not eloping but yeah go on yeah so it's uh, overseas destination which you could combine then with your honeymoon because mm-hmm. you're already there and it involves a much smaller number of people mm-hmm. essentially so that's basically the definition of smaller number of people. Uh, some people call it a mini wedding is sort of what halfway between elopement and a big wedding. Or? Yeah. So, well, elope, eloping sometimes, most of the times, cuts through all the all your traditional elements of stuff. So basically, it's it's you, your partner, a mm-hmm. celebrant. And you need witnesses legally, yeah, don't you? Yeah, you need witnesses. So And so usually it's about 10 people. Like, you know, you think usually it's like, oh, you're going to get only two people because mm-hmm. that's the bare minimum of witnesses. But they do invite a little bit more people mm-hmm. to an eloping kind of wedding. I'm not entirely sure what to call it now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is, well, yeah, maybe not a wedding, but it certainly is a marriage ceremony of, yeah. of some description yeah. in order for it to be legal. I guess technically you could go to the courthouse and you know, get signed by a JP and that would be eloping too, wouldn't it? It would be, but I think most couples choose to have a little bit of... A little bit of ceremony. Blair, I guess. Mm, a bit of creativity. That's, <laughs> yeah. That is is really, really fascinating about what's, you know, what is going on. So something I have noticed, Melody, in the article that you wrote, we added a couple of little sidebars mm-hmm. of other couples who have eloped in, you know, 
various varieties as we're talking about. And one of them mentioned that there was a bit of backlash from, yeah. from the family. And in fact, both of them, um, the other ones, I know they also had a bit of backlash because it's my family. There was a bit of shock when, you know, the wedding photos suddenly turned up and I was like, what? We didn't even know this was happening. Did you explore that or come across that in, in your research or do you understand that, that difficulty? Well, yeah, I, I do understand that. And the people I interviewed did mention, did talk about that a little bit as mm. well. And it's true. I mean, a wedding, uh, when, when two people get married, it's, it's pretty much a rite of passage, right? Mm. And so everyone wants to be there to celebrate it mm-hmm. with you because it's such a happy occasion. Mm-hmm. And so people, the initial, the initial reaction that most people have would be who weren't invited to the elopement mm. is well, a mix of anger and disappointment. Mm. Don't you care about us? Yeah. yeah. Aren't we important to you? Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> this sounds terrible. People get over things, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, I mean, you give it time, people get over things. But at the, at the same time, as well as is the couple, if the couple takes the time to actually explain to them why they did what they did, mm-hmm. because of all the different factors that's involved, mm. there comes to an understanding about why they decided to do what they did mm. so it's it's just a matter of time of explaining to the people why they chose to elope instead of throw a wedding it wasn't because they didn't care mm-hmm. it was just because of their own personal reasons that they had to do they made their choice mm. could be finance could be simplicity like like you're saying you know? yeah well because that, that is a challenge because i guess when when i think about the the function of a wedding in some ways it's inviting your family, your extended family, your friends, your community yep. to support you in the commitment that you've made yep. you know, to, to your spouse. Does and is, is an elopement at risk of, I don't know, weakening that, that commitment or that support that you might have from people around you? Well, I guess you need to remember that today's elopement involves not just the couple and the official and a couple of witnesses. Mm -hmm. They do actually invite, usually the average number of elopements happen about 10 people. And so there are still some key people there. Yeah. It's like when you face, when you face, or maybe it's just an introvert and me speaking. The key people in your lives probably don't number in the hundreds. Yeah, true. And so what you're doing is you're actually inviting the key people there who are already in your lives Mm -hmm. to witness it. And these are the people that who are there to support you, to keep you accountable, to to encourage you. And they are there. They are actually there for the wedding. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. But I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, if it's that much hassle, if you want the simplicity, if you, you don't want the expense... Why get married at all? I mean, these days there are a lot of couples who are, are de facto, they live together, they're happy. The The social sort of stigma of, you know, in inverted commas, living in sin isn't there, you know, so much anymore. So why do people still want to get married? It's... I think part of it has to do with uh, it's the age-old tradition that, you know, it's mm-hmm. been happening. Weddings have... Marriages have been happening for a long time. Mm-hmm. But... There is also a, a one of one of the other people I interviewed who mm. does family ministries for the church. Oh, this is Trafford Fisher. Yes, he, he's mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and he he actually says that marriages and weddings still matter because it shows that you are actually making a legal commitment. 
but I'm thinking more that it's it's more about the fact that you are actually making a stand for something. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what counts. Mm. And that is what is important to couples. A, a wedding, however big or small, is still a, a statement, a public statement. A, like you say, a rite of passage. You, yep. you cross a line at that point. And from, from a Christian perspective, that is actually really important because it's usually it, it, well, it is in a marriage ceremony in mm-hmm. which you invite God to witness this and to bless it and to be part of the marriage. So for Christians, a marriage isn't just two people. A marriage is actually involving three parties. Mm. It's the husband, the wife, and God. Mm. And So as God, as my as my witnesses, people yeah. often say, yeah. But he isn't just a witness, he's as God as my other spouse, essentially. Mm, wow. And and that that for Christians that is extremely important. Mm. And you can't you can't just have that happening when you do a de facto relationship because de facto relationships you just kind of fall into it. Mm. It just happens. There isn't a there isn't a major ceremony or major witness even even in an elopement there is still major witnesses involved yeah yeah that's that's really interesting and and i think uh was it also trafford in your article who looked at the statistics of uh, de facto couples versus married couples when it comes to staying together in my interview with trafford which never made it into the article mm-hmm. i believe he actually did mention that marriage marriages do actually last longer than de facto because there is that extra level of commitment. Mm. Okay, that's that's really interesting. I think that's probably not something that's broadly appreciated in, in society. You know, people say, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper or, you know, I'm not a Christian and it's a, just a thing Christians do. But it does seem there's a, a deep psychological impact. You know? Yeah, and, the, and the, the crazy, well, the funny thing is is that marriages isn't it's adopted by the christian church Mm. and it has been for a really long time Mm. weddings actually i should say Mm. marriage while the first marriage as christians believe was ordained by god through adam and eve so marriage is a christian construct but Mm. weddings maybe not i've heard people say that they've said and there in the garden of eden god performed the first wedding ceremony between adam and eve but when i she walked down the wedding with a wedding dress (laughs) Well, with when, a Bible boy. <laughs> when I flick through those first chapters of Genesis, I don't see a wedding mentioned there, and I certainly don't see a wedding dress mentioned there. I read they were naked and not ashamed. But um, so, what? What? How do people understand that 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 God ordained marriage, like based on that that Genesis account? Where, where do they think, get that from? I think the problem with a lot of what we view the first marriage, etc., is is that there is a bit of a mix up of what constitutes a marriage and what constitutes a wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so God ordained the first marriage in that he ordained the commitment between man and woman mm. and God. That's the mm. marriage, the it, relationship. Okay. And it does actually say, doesn't it, that after God created Eve, he brought her to the man. Yeah. And he said, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. So in that sense, it's almost like God walking Eve down the aisle towards <laughs> Adam in some ways, isn't it? But that's a, to me, it's a pretty long bow to draw to go from that verse to, oh, there was a whole wedding shebang. Yeah. But, it, but the principle of marriage is that you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's a principle of marriage that God has ordained, that mm-hmm. it's it's a relationship, it's a close relationship, exclusive relationship between a man and a woman and mm-hmm. God. Mm. 
And there are some pretty, I guess, foundational verses there. Like, as I said before, and Adam says, you know, Eve is like bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. And then it also says that, what does it say? For this reason, it's often quoted at weddings. For this reason shall a man leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and they shall become one flesh. You know, that's a pretty sort of foundational notion, isn't it? Yeah. And the feminists and me just have to say that, you know, it's an equal relationship. Yeah, well, that's right, because the other thing that it says is, and God created humanity in his image, male and female, he made them. So that tells us that, yeah, both male and female are equally made in in God's image. Wow. Yeah. What about through the rest of the Bible? Do you see a... um, an idea of marriage being explored there, like good marriages, bad marriages? What what lessons do you find there? Uh, there are a lot of bad marriages <laughs> <laughs> in in the Bible itself as well. I think the main the main one that actually came to mind is the whole uh, Abraham and Hagar. <laughs> And Sarah. Yes. I guess the I guess the first one that really comes to mind is the whole marriages of Abraham, the marriage of Abraham and Sarah mm-hmm. and how he decided to take another well, he didn't really take another wife. Did he really take another wife? He just well, basically she, she, she uh, Sarah gave her maidservant to Abraham and said, Here, re- reproduce with her because yeah. it looks like I'm infertile. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's not technically a wife, I suppose, but it's well, mother of his child. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess to to take it back to take it back one step is that there are, there have been good marriages in the Bible. There mm. are bad marriages in the Bible. But mm. the, the problem is is that we are still all human. Yeah. And so, while marriage is a sacred thing, while marriage is something that's been created by God, humans as humans, we as humans do tend to mess things up. You're not wrong about that. And I, I remember when. Um I was working as a social worker and I'd meet people who were, you know, in the middle of relationship difficulties and I'd often say to them, you know, it's funny, isn't it, how we treat the people we love the most the worst. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why is that? I don't, I, it's a really, it's a really interesting concept because, yeah, we are so much shorter, so much more impatient. Mm-hmm. So much ruder with yeah. the people that we love that are closest to us. We think I can be myself. I can let it all hang out. And unfortunately, that comes out, like you say, in rudeness, impatience. Yeah. Wow. So, got any uh, secrets for a happy marriage, Melody? You've been married six years now. You Yeah, I've Eve, got Eve, Eve, a Eve, whole even bunch had a, of... <laughs> even had a child and everything. So, what... I should be taking marriage advice from you, Mr. Married well, in 1996. Well, right. I'm coming up, yeah, 25 years, I think. <laughs> That yeah. is a long oh, no. time. 20? 25? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not good at math. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I've got a sick, yeah, 25 coming up within the next few years, I think. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, through through all the different experts that I've talked to, through my, you know, mums at the table, we deal with marriages and stuff like that, is the main thing that I've heard consistently come through, which I have actually found to be true as well, is communication mm. in a nice way. <laughs> I should add, not yes. short, not impatient. Yes, it, it, c- communicating well is not the same thing as blurting out whatever thought comes into your head or whatever feeling you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. wow. So what, what is good communication then? I think it's just basically taking the time to understand each other and to actually tell the, tell the other person how you're feeling. If you're feeling frustrated, say it, but don't say it in a accusing manner mm-hmm. and especially I think as a woman 
this is something that I tend to fall into as well, which is really bad. Is the whole oh you should know how I'm feeling. I'm not going to oh, tell yeah. you the silent Re- treatment. Read my mind. <laughs> yes. Oh no, yeah that one. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. So but, but yeah, I, I really like what you say about expressing your feelings though, because it's really easy to blame. You know, you've made me feel blah. You know, rather than owning the feeling and you know yeah. taking responsibility for responsibility for it. You know? Oh, the, a number of times when I've got you know what you did previously, I actually felt a little bit ex. Etc. Etc. I felt a little bit like this, mm-hmm. and the look on my husband's face says it all. He's like, "What? I didn't even realize it." And there I am taking offense and getting hurt and everything else. And I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. So and it, it actually mm. helps and because then you talk it through and then it's yeah. fine. And you can't be mad at someone for being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if someone's ignorant and just has no idea, I mean, oh, uh, yeah. I suppose after you've told them three or four times that this is how I'm likely to react in these situations, it can get a bit frustrating if they still don't get it. I guess, but hey, like you say, no one's perfect, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. Some marriage tips from Melody Tan, uh, editor of Mums at the Table magazine. Thanks so much uh, for writing the article for us and for coming on Science of Times Radio today. No problems. Today's episode was based on an article appearing in this month's Science of the Times magazine. A subscription is just $26 for 11 issues a year. To find out more, visit scienceofthetimes.org.au. Signs of the Times has been published in Australia since 1886 and is proudly produced by Adventist Media. This is an Adventist Media podcast.